So it's the Monday after Thanksgiving, and I am just now getting around to putting together these two pre-recorded shows for the Mix Minus feed uh, to go out because uh, we're leaving in two days to go on our Christmas trip, and then this uh, Saturday I'll actually be with Adam up in uh, Arkansas. So uh, we will be back live on December 10th. I believe is the next live mix minus experience over on Pride 48. But uh we these are things you haven't heard before. So these are not mashups or something like that. These are these are two new shows that you didn't hear unless you uh were listening to the stream on an off night. I think we did it on like a Thursday night. I think there's only a couple of people that listen to that stream, but for the mix minus that we recorded. And then we also record Ed a record Ed. We record Ed a three-way with Auntie Scott. And so uh, I have both of those to release onto the stream is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Hey, by the way, if you've never listened to Mix Minus before, this is not the show. This is we're on vacation right now. And so I'm just telling you what's going on in the editing room. Okay. So yeah, don't don't worry. The show hasn't started yet. Although maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should just start shows in the middle of, you know, like, can you feel like you just walked into a conversation that's already going on and it, and it kind of gives that forced intimacy kind of a thing that's going on there. Uh, what was I doing? Oh, I know I made a poll on Twitter. Now this was a very unscientific poll because I was just doing this while I was editing and uh, I only set the poll for like an hour, and so I, there's been a whole whopping two votes on this. But the the two votes are unanimous. I said, of the two podcasts that I need to release, which one should I record, release tonight? And uh, the answer is the Level 13 three-way, which we call Three's Company, but I figured if I put Three's Company, people wouldn't know what that was. Uh, and there wasn't enough room to put like Three's Company with Auntie Scott or something like that. So what you're about to hear is normally a bonus for our Level 13 fans that is our behind the scenes fan club that you can join for absolutely stinking for free and you get your own rss feed with the extra material pumped into it occasionally but once we realized that we were going to have to take a bunch of weeks off i asked auntie scott if he would mind if i promoted it just to the main feed for one of the weeks that we were off and he graciously uh, agreed so this is normally level 13 content but we're, we're releasing it now to you gen pop as it were uh, I, that, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, doesn't matter. This is what that is. And I also seem to recall that it got off to a rocky start, but that's all right. Just stick with it. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure, sure you'll like it. And then I, I'm, I'm releasing the other recording tonight, but I'm delaying the, the, the RSS publication until next week when I'm on when I'm up north. So it'll come out Saturday, probably. So the, 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 the mix minus that Adam and I recorded back in early November will be coming out next weekend, whatever the weekend that is, the third, third, fourth, somewhere in there on that Saturday. Anyway, uh, I'm talking too much now. So it, 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 here you go. Enjoy. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We're the 
kisses are Hazen, 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 Three's Company, too. It's Three's Company, Adam. Do you have your original audio on? <laughs> you, you have you have this. All right, first of all, this television show was out in the seventies. That's just the quality of the theme song from that show. Well, no, you was, are it, crap. You're crapping in and out. It felt like it would ca- come in and out on the on the quieter bits, but that's fine. That's I fine. heard I heard that as well, Adam. Hey, it's who's my, hosting? You, you asked who's us hosting earlier. This, was this your was wreck. your original audio on, Daniel? It. it hmm? Your your thing. Your little thing should be blue. It doesn't turn blue, but it does say that it's on. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's okay. The people listening to this recording will be hearing a different recording. So they, that's it's true. just that's you, true. Yeah. Yeah. It was just us. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was cutting uh-huh. in and out, but it's fine. Yeah. You know what? I didn't like that show. You know what I else is gonna? It. You know what else is gonna be cutting in and out? The part what, where Daniel? the part where you criticized <laughs> my sound. Ah. I'll, be, I'll be cutting that right out. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I see. So uh-huh. in in, in uh, favor of full disclosure, you're you're not going to fully disclose, right? Exactly. I have no idea who's hosting Auntie Scott. We haven't done this in a very long time. So, uh, hello everyone. <laughs> you, you you know you always take the reins, sweetie. So why don't you take the reins here? Because neither Adam nor I are aggressive like that, and, right? And and it's always nice to have somebody, especially at my age. It's always nice to have somebody else piloting. Mm-hmm. The plane, as right? It were. Like the the younger, more virile uh, person. Just you mean although Adam. I am the You're secretary of the group, I scheduled the meeting. Yes, you did. So I, I I was the secretary. I sent out possible times to everyone and mm-hmm. collected the feedback and apparently How, got my daylight go? savings and yeah, the standard well, time. There's a, you know, there's always that one person in the group. That you send out an email to to everyone, and then they have to respond to the email and go, well, actually. Uh Uh-huh. That's Daniel all over. That That is Daniel. He's the well at. We should get him a t-shirt that says, well, actually. Actually. I'm pretty sure that that was possibly one of the titles of that solo show that I did, Pointless Talk. I think that was a possible title, was just, well, actually. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating information, and I'm so glad you shared it. Anyway, hi, yeah. Level 13 folks. I don't really need oh, to introduce anyone no. here because you're a Level 13 member. So, you, of course, you level know 13. who everyone level is. Level 13, Level 13. But let's just assume that someone from Level 13 has handed you this recording or, or sent you a link to it in some other way, and you are listening and you have no idea who we are. My yeah. name is Daniel Brewer, and uh, joining me here are two uh, extraordinary gentlemen, uh, the co-founder of Pride 48, Adam Burns. Hello. And the, vo- and the voice of Pride 48, who I, I'm assuming will be equally terse, Auntie Scott. Yes, I am Scott Bullock, otherwise known as Auntie Scott. And what's your social security number? <laughs> and, it is uh, 500. No, I don't give a shit at this point. Mm-hmm. At this point, are you kidding? What are they going to do? Come take you know, my someone, house? Someone said to me the other day, or maybe they didn't, someone was talking about texting you or something like that and i said i don't have his phone number yes you I'm, do i'm not on the privileged list of people that have you know the I, famous voice actor scott's vo- uh phone I thought, number i thought you did have my phone number no. here's the thing oh no no go there's ahead a, go there's ahead. a thing no no no. i just want to no, i, I want to ask adam this question so the you you are 10 years younger than me right you're 40 something 
I don't know how old you are. I'm 43. Yeah, I'm 54. So yeah, you're about 10 years because I'm. I, your birthday is coming up, right? My birthday's in August. Yes, exactly. It's coming up next August. Anyway, next, in a uh, year. Here we go. I I'm going to cut this part out too. Cause <laughs> wow. Uh, so our show is basically going to be five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Hello and goodbye. Thank you. All right. So here's my question, Adam. You, you people of your generation, when you're trying to reach them, like when you're trying to reach someone who's about yeah. your age group, I'm curious, like, let's say that you start by, I don't know, sending a Facebook message. You don't use Facebook, so that's not a good, good thing. Let's say you start by sending them a tweet and they don't respond. And then you're going, wait, I need to hear back from them. What's the next thing that you do? Do you go to the phone numbers? You would, you would text them? If I'm really trying to get a hold of somebody and I have their phone number, I would probably text first. Because you, in your brain, think, oh, everyone's going to have their phone with them. How could you live without having your phone with you? It's got your TV guide on it. It's got your internet on it. It's got, yeah. If if I'm going to text you, in my brain, I'm thinking, well, this will definitely get his attention because there's no possible way that he wouldn't be near his phone. But here's the danger, Adam, is when you get a little bit older than me, you have people that don't carry their phone around with them. So texting Scott probably would not be any more effective than emailing him. Am, am yes, I, am absolutely. I yeah. um, you're absolutely correct, in, if I may answer for Adam, because I <laughs> my phone... I. I literally, I don't, I rarely ever, ever text, ever. And my phone actually is mostly simply a viewfinder for the camera that is showing our front walkway. It is sitting down. Well, I could lift it up and show you. It is. It's when the school bus pulls up in the afternoon. You like to watch the the kids as they get off. It's showing Mm -hmm. the front walk. It is. So that's what I use my phone for. Gee, mister, what's this bowl of candy doing over here? I mean, are you like Mrs. Kravitz or something? You're like, free hugs. Abner, (laughs) Abner, who's that out on the sidewalk? Well, I would never use that hideous, hideous attempt at a voice, uh, Adam, but (laughs) I am really nosy. I'm putting things back where they were. So I guess my question, if I can boil this into a single question. Oh, wow. When did, when did it become... When did we transition from calling people on the phone to like never calling? Like I would guarantee you that Adam probably would not just try to call someone because oh no, that's rude, right? To just call someone is rude. Even though I remember during my lifetime, that's how we talked. We called people unannounced all the time. And if they didn't want to talk, they didn't answer their phone. It's like, so I'm just, I'm curious when exactly that flip happened. When, when did we go from phone call one day to, oh, how dare you call me the next? I don't know what had happened to me personally. Well, I know why it happened because when everyone got cell phones, you can, it's a computer in your pocket. So you, you don't need, I mean, you can text, you can email, you can tweet, you can Facebook, you can do all of these things. You can set it on vibrate and have a nice time. Yeah. Any of that. And, uh, and people were like, oh, it's so much easier just to send a textual message than actually talk on the phone. Now for me. I was a claims adjuster a long time ago and uh, for auto insurance. And since then, I've never liked the phone. I mean, I've never liked talking on the phone. Because of I, your bad hate, experience. I hate talking on the phone. You, hate, you hate talking it. on a microphone as well. <laughs> well, 
No, that's not necessarily. <laughs> I interrupted Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. Go ahead, darling. No, 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 it's fine. Um, it's fine. I also, yes, we both hate talking on the phone. And one thing that really perplexes me, and I don't know why it perplexes me, because when we record a podcast, we're usually on video and we can see each other. Yes. But I'm very perplexed and I would never do this. What what people do nowadays, what the youngins do, <laughs> is they don't do a phone call, they do FaceTime. <laughs> and you'll see them anywhere, in the store, in, in line at somewhere, walking at the park, at Disney probably, and they're talking to someone and they're on FaceTime mm-hmm. doing video. Mm-hmm. And I that's even more intrusive to me. Than talking on the phone. It's like, I just want to send a text. You don't need to see me. You don't need to hear my voice. We can just communicate back and forth with nice little text emojis, you know, all of that. I do not understand doing video. I I don't half the time. I don't want people to see me. I don't look decent, you know, but everybody, all the young kids now. Do you not it's just, feel that because we we're old enough to have remembered doing the, our show together dubious intent without video we used to just do it on skype we couldn't see each other while we were recording and uh i have more memories of times that we were video recording like things that i saw than i do from some of those i'll listen to a really old dubious intent and i'll have no memory of that show it's just like wow these guys are really good who are they Uh, like i have no idea that those words came out of my mouth but then once we started doing video between us it just it makes the meeting feel different. It makes it feel like you're actually spending time with that person as opposed to just hearing a voice. I don't know. It's very. Am I wrong? It does. Yeah, I guess. But I don't think I would ever do FaceTime on my phone. Okay. I that's why I went to the ancient method of email for the exact same reason <laughs> that you kids message. I would rather write it in an email, send it off. I, I don't know why emails become antiquated and a joke. I don't get it. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't a, get it. It's not a joke. But email. I'm okay with email. I'm all right with email. Yeah, yeah. But my, and I wish I could just email my mother because getting on the phone with this woman is, you know, very close to putting a razor blade in your eyeball. I, I think. And, but she can't, she doesn't know how, so right. I can't do that. And I, and I think that's part of the reason that email isn't used is for the longest time, which has gotten way better now, but for the longest time. Oh, longest, for the longest time. Oh, Adam. I'm done. Okay. Uh, for the longest time, the email was just flooded with spam. Like you, you couldn't really, that's why we all moved over to messaging and whatnot was because our email boxes would have, it used to be a joke. I have 3000 emails in my box, in my inbox. Right. It's like, and 2,900. very of, clean. I have a very clean box I, and I clean it daily. to Google, but Gmail has gotten really good over the past decade or so of filtering out. I don't get as much. I get a lot of bacon, but I don't get a lot of spam. Is that just a joke or is there a, is there a category that you call bacon? No, bacon is stuff that you actually did sign up for. So it's not unsolicited email. It's like email that you, like you, you bought something at Amazon and you accidentally checked on the thing. Like, yeah, send me information about your products, right? You, you can unsubscribe from it, but it's just as annoying as spam sometimes, but it's not really spam because you did ask for it. And the the sad thing is, is it's really easy to get rid of it because there by law has to be an unsubscribe button in all of them. So it's, it's, 
It's easy to get rid of them. It's just time consuming. And anyway, I call it bacon. I'll shut up now. I'm I why why do you guys let me dominate this? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um there it's have you ever been in the ocean when the wave comes and mm-hmm. and then it recedes and it starts pulling you back <laughs> into the ocean? There are some forces of nature that you can fight them. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you can if you put your all into it. But mm-hmm. sometimes you get to the point where you say, just go with the flow. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. going to do this. Okay. What are you going to do? You guys, the, the, the impetus for making this show was that you had both watched a TV show on Netflix called yes. Miss, Miss a limited, Manners? A, Miss, no, a limited series called Mass Midnight Mass. <laughs> Let me get it right. <laughs> Midnight Mass, Mass. Yes. and Adam had a visceral r- response to it, and I I had a visceral response to it for very different reasons. So it it was an interesting topic of conversation, but I think it can be very brief, also because I don't want to leave you out. No, it's fine. Oh, Danny boy, I, I feel that I've talked enough right for right now, so I'll let you guys talk for a while. Um, but I also you're, you're, I, you're I, two of my favorite podcasters. See, I'm I'm getting my own private show here. Um, I would also say this, that if Adam and I do speak of it, you're using your uh, mute button an awful lot, sweetheart. You got a little tickle in your throat or? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got a little bit of a, I, I don't know Are if you something still hanging went down on? the wrong way or, uh, Uh-oh. Or, well, or is there you know. really a wrong way to go down though? Um, if, if this, there will be spoilers for anyone that does not want to be spoiled for Midnight Mass, the limited series on Netflix. I would suggest you do not listen to this section, and I don't know how we could differentiate the section, but um, what are, what were your impressions of it, Adam? And also, I know that you have objections to it. Well, what, okay. Not objections. Um, so as, as a person of faith. Yes. Right? So it, it's all about this, uh, and I mean, I can't really go into detail without going into detail. So again, well, these, if you haven't spoilers, seen it, yes. you know, these yeah, don't, are, these don't. Are we've, we've warned. We're good. Also, okay. can I just say, uh Oh, Daniel, I didn't realize you were such a scaredy cat. You can't watch, you can't watch scary things. I mean, what's, Adam, what's some this? of us you're, who you're are a not grown man. Some of us who are not emotionless robots that don't cry at or get moved by anything emotional on television. Uh, where are, you know, our feelings are very close to our skin and can't handle the, the horror stuff mm. because okay. we, we feel it. We empathize with it and it's horrible. So anyway, I just wanted to, I wanted to throw that out there, but um, the show Mark and I like scary stuff. So, um, and the show is about, a a Catholic priest in a small town. It's on an, an island. island. On an yeah. island, yes. And uh, he goes away. He's old, and he goes away. And uh, this other priest comes back and says, "Oh, Father Lemony Snicket's is sick. I'm going to take his place." And over the course of the you know whatever, you come to realize. That this priest is actually the same priest. Yes. But he's basically become a vampire. But, but not a vamp not a vampire in the traditional sense at all. Well, no. I mean it was so they couched it as an angel of the Lord um came down and uh bit him or whatever and it gave him his youth back and whatever. But it's the whole vampire thing because then they um 
when you die, he died at one point. And when you die, you start craving blood and like all this other stuff. But the thing that kind of made it weird for me is the mixture of like the vampire story with the story of communion. And I had, I don't know why this had never, like this had never crossed my mind before. My, My mind was, I was like, why have I never you know, thought of this before, but the whole story was about taking communion and the communion was this blood that would turn the other people and, and, you know, the blood, the body and the blood and the blood giving you everlasting life and vampires have everlasting life. And so I really enjoyed the whole thing, but did you think it was disrespectful? Well, it felt a little dirty. You know, it felt like sacrilegious kind of, but, but I, I still watched it. I mean, I, I, well, enjoyed I, I think, it. It, I think it could be considered sacrilegious if you are a believer and a person of faith. I think if you look at it as n- not from that position, what I think the writer was attempting to do was to show that both of these myths are equally fantasy, are equally foolish, are equally ridiculous, that, that, a vampire is just as much of a myth as drinking the blood of Jesus and all. So I think basically there was a, an attempt to equate religion with all the other myths and legends that have pervaded us, uh, our society, our lives, our beings forever. There are the myths and legends that we live by. I think that's what he was going for. Uh, it could be viewed as disrespectful, especially if you're a believer. Um, I I found myself saying, whoa, a couple of times when they were stepping into territory that was really dangerous in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I also found like, that. Like what? Well, no, the, the, well, the concept of, of that this, because he was a scary fucking creature. Yeah was an angel of the Lord and coming down to give you by tearing into your throat, Mm -hmm. by giving you eternal life. And um, by it, well, by the simple act of equating this vampire mythology with the mythology of Jesus Christ and Catholicism and religion, as we hold it, many hold it near and dear is a dangerous position in our society because there are so many believers. Um, I don't know how many believers are going to be sitting and watching Netflix and, and uh, Midnight Mass. Probably not a lot. And, no, but, I don't you think know, so. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly open-minded and I, and I enjoyed it. And I thought the acting was really good. My, Bev, Unbe- unbelievably good. Un- the, I have I have not not to interrupt you, but to interrupt you, I have not. And that was one of the topics that I wanted to say about this piece. I have not seen such fine acting in a television show forever and a, even movies. The the man who played and I, I got his name because I wanted to mention it. Hold, please. I know that this is difficult. His name is Robert Longstreet, and he played the character uh, Joe Colley. And he was the fat guy who uh, killed the girl. Or not, not killed the girl, but that shot the girl. I have not seen acting like that in forever. I mean, just astounding. Nary a uh, year. I really uh, liked the lady who played Bev. 
who oh, was yes. the <laughs> yes. Well, the, she's the the church lady. She's yeah. the she is the vampire version of a church lady, and right. it, that's another another one of those equating one myth with another, or a mythter for that matter. <laughs> anyway, I really enjoyed it, but those were the parts that made me uncomfortable. I mean, the whole thing was a little uncomfortable, but I enjoyed it so much I watched it anyway. But you know. It, okay, it Daniel, just, what did you think of it? Did it you, was too scary. He cried. Did you know, Adam, that some people feel that vampirism directly links back to the Bible, Cain specifically? Because when Cain some killed his brother and received the mark, uh, he went off and it was said to have discovered the, the uh, power of drinking blood, which was said to be from the Tree of Life, and... Uh, it, it, uh, anyway, hmm. it, it, there's a belief that, that that's no, where vampires I, I come from. Like I there said, are for, a lot for whatever of reason, and you know, Mark and I watch a lot of vampire stuff. We've watched uh, Vampire Diaries and like all the TV shows and movies and like all that kind of stuff, you know. And so we watch all that stuff and um, I've seen Interview with a Vampire and all of that, but I just never. It's Is that just, the one with the Jane Polly? Because she's great. Jane Polly. She, interview. She's interview. Great. She's great. Oh, Jane, I see. Yeah. Great, I see. Yeah. No, Tom Cruise, you know. Brad Pitt. I don't Pitt. know who else. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Looking yeah, yeah, yeah. so fucking gorgeous with long hair. We saw him when he was filming that interview with a vampire. Drew and I were at, was it Tower Records in, or the Beverly Center somewhere, and he came walking in and went up to the, and he just, he's, he, first of all, he's short. He, he looks, he doesn't look, but his he had his long hair and he, he was so pretty. He still is pretty. I hate people that age well. But I think if you're filthy rich. You know who didn't age well, in my who, opinion? Who, honey? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, his head got too big. His head blowed up. His face blowed up. His head, big. his nose, yeah. his ears, like all of it. It's just like. It, it blowed up real big. Yeah. I don't yeah, know well, if he drank too much. No, I think that's just genetically aging. You will notice as we get older, males, their faces get larger. Not even necessarily their heads, but their faces get bigger. So if the proportion gets off, uh-oh, you're fucked. Now you look like the uh, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. That's why you go and just get a little, just you know. Just tuck and a pull yeah. and a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, not to change the subject, but I will. Um, we have a subject? It's It's around TV, so I wanted to bring it up because... So now what we need to do is either Daniel or I need to give you access to our Hulu account. Yes. Because I want you to watch Only Murders in the Building. I would love to watch Only Murders in the Building, however, and you're both of you boys are going to chuckle at me. I don't do that. Give me your code, passcode that you pay for, and I'm going to see it for free stuff. Well, oh, then you could sign up for a free trial. Well, he I also could do, doesn't that. How, do that. How high? Yeah. How high can your voice get? <laughs> or a free trial? I don't know. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! I don't know how high. Probably higher. Okay. I don't know. How much for a free trial? Hulu is twelve bucks a month, right? So you literally want someone to pay for an account for you and then give you that? What? Now that's an incredible leap. Do you do that at the at the uh, Spitball yes. Factory? You leap I, like I, that I at the leap. Spitball Factory? I leap. I leap. Well, I think I'm you should be careful where you leap, dear, because that's not what I was. That's not what I was implying at all. It 
perhaps is what you were inferring, but it is not what I was implying. Um, I would say that I need to watch this program so that we can talk about it and I will figure out a way when we, when okay. we end the podcast, I'll get your code and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 it's only, I think it, it's only on premium, right, Daniel? Cause I mean, there is a free Hulu. I mean, you don't. No, you, there's not, there's no longer a free Hulu. There's, there's a lower cost Hulu that has ads. And it's available on that as well. Haven't you noticed okay. that there's like ad breaks that don't actually have ads for us? No, but I mean, it's, it's filmed with definite ad breaks. So the, the lower price Hulu account would have ads in it. Anyway, I think you would like it because it has Steve I love, Martin. I love both of those men. And that other guy, Martin, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Martin Short. And uh, it's a, it's like a detective cape. I mean, I just, I can Selena, see you and Drew Selena sitting Gomez. around, you know, I mean, I don't know that Auntie Scott knows who, do you know who Selena Gomez is? I, I recognize the name. If you showed me the face, I wouldn't probably know her from the rest of them. You. All these young kids. You might have been co-workers with her. Oh. Briefly, because um, she was on the Disney Channel. Well, I only see. I was only the announcer on the Disney Channel. Right. I, but you I was still continue to work the, for the Walt Disney Company, doing other animation and voice stuff. Yes, so you could yeah, have been caught. Like you were, you were all of those voice members. people are always kept separate. They're all in separate rooms or recording at different times. Yeah, depend depending upon the situation. Mostly, especially the celebrities. This we never saw the celebrities because they would bring them in and record them and then get rid of them and then bring all of all, all of we peons in to do our work. The best shows were the ones where the troupe was all in one room together and we were doing it all together. And it was, that's, that's when you get the best show. Yes. How do you keep you from audio bleed happening? Uh, if you're all in one room together. Oftentimes there are part part partitions up, uh, but we are trained to not speak over one another. So they can separate it that way, that they're the mic on one side and the mic on this side and the mic in the middle. If we don't speak, they can pick up this mic and not get a lot of interference. You know what you understand what I'm saying? As an audio person, yes, dear. Uh, Daniel? Yes. As, as, as audio people, I would highly recommend, if you have not already seen it, there's a documentary about, um, I'll have to find it for you, but there what it takes to do the audio at Hamilton, the live show Hamilton. And it never dawned on me, but of course, once you see it in the documentary, it makes perfect sense that the sound guy for those musicals is constantly muting and unmuting microphones based off of the script. Because if you're leaning in next to someone and you have a mic on, right. And they have a mic on, then you're going to, you know, you're going to, so they actually, as the play is going on are, immediately muting and unmuting and muting and unmuting is kind of like a dance almost on, on it's a the, very yeah. it's a very new situation because yeah. the the constant use of microphones is not that is not that old in yeah. theater we used to have to project but and we used to have to be able to be able to speak so that the back row could hear us but now everybody has microphones and so it's a completely different situation now they have to bring in the audio technology well, in my day, in back in well, my day, yes, uh, yeah, that that's true. But also, there's uh, that's an orchestral. Th so they've got a band that 
and instruments are always louder than voices. No, but no, I don't no. Know how keep it was. in mind, well, keep well, it, the we music. Did, we did musicals with an orchestra, and you just had to be louder, louder than, than the where they were. Wow. And and you would go usually you would go to the apron and perform from that area while the orchestra was and the orchestra was not playing full out obviously and they're also in the pit there's a reason for that yes. right because that yes. way the, the sound is traveling inwards so well you had to put them somewhere but yes <laughs> the pit also serves that purpose it, yeah. that it keeps the sound from obliterating everything I, I've else. always enjoyed a good pit who doesn't you know I mean personally it's uh, is that where they do oh, the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do they do the barbecue there? Pit barbecue. So one of you brought up a a topic earlier, uh, not to take the reins from Daniel, but um, we were going to talk about our COVID. Oh, our boosters. um, Boosters. And I'll just, I'll I'll start us off because. Please do, Adam. First of all, people have been judging me for getting my booster. I have been judged. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Um, now, I understand Kathy being upset with you about Mount Rushmore. Oh, God. But- oh my God. I can't, can you believe he did that, too? I cannot go back in time. There is nothing back that I can turn back time. And I don't feel like we were rude anyway. I, I yeah, People judge you that. for We've everything, Adam. Just to ignore them. This and then she says... They left their real friends to meet us on Twitter. She says that. I was like, oh, oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Um, Anyway, so I got a booster on Friday of last week. I think your most valid point in the argument for this one, Adam, is that because you live in the cousin fucking state, that none of these morons are getting their vaccinations and the vaccinations are going to go bad. And why would you have it rot when you can have it? That's exactly. that, that's what makes total sense to me. And it, you, that's the argument you give to anybody who comes at you and judges you for getting a booster. So Mark, he volunteered and I've talked about all this already, so I won't do it again. But I got my booster. Yes. So. He had nothing, nothing. No, he was just fancy free footloose, <laughs> you know, whistling around here. Maybe he wow. just doesn't show. Pain. I had a fever for two days two, i had a fever two days i got a little bit of a cough i got i don't even know if that's a side effect but i got one i got like headaches backache i was like every, and i'm just now starting to feel almost 100 percent. and i almost went and took a COVID test i probably should have but um but it was just, i was like ah, i don't know i don't know anyway that was my experience it was it's worth it it, it's worth it. I'm not. I would do it a hundred times over again. I'll take the next one. Well, but, we got Drew and I got the Johnson and Johnson the first go around, and that was the suggestion that anybody who has gotten the Johnson and Johnson should get a booster. So both Drew and I got the booster, the Moderna booster at CVS, and oh, what a joy that was to 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 sit behind a petition that doesn't hide anything <laughs> and get stabbed by a woman who's so fucking harried that she can't. She's looking at paper and saying now wait you're uh, you're you're drew no 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 i'm scott now if they gave it to you in if they gave it to you in the butt yeah did they make you that was the wrong vaccine no it was in the it was in the penis hole oh Oh. so yes um she said i'm going to sound you with this sharp sharp needle um and adam i this was a week ago yesterday that i got that shot and i'm still feeling I think results of it. 
I am still fatigued. I'm still muscle achy. I'm st- I don't know what happened, but it hit me just as hard. It really did. Uh, Drew had symptoms as well and a really sore arm and fatigued and, and uh, feverish that, that the night of the shot and fatigued all day the next day, but not. Like I said, I don't know if it's just because I'm really, really old and I drink so fucking much that I'm feeling like I feel crappy, but I feel better today. And it's like I said, it's a week and a day since I got that damn thing. Yeah, However, was... comma, yes, um, as as you stated, get it. It's important to get shot. Don't be like the cousin fuckers in uh, Arkansas who are not getting injected. In any way, with- really, but in this instance as well, well. In, the, in the in the south it seems yeah. to be a predominantly uh, the southern areas and um i don't mean to slam your state but i do mean to slam the morons that live in your state because they are morons i think i think i could go up against him we oh, we florida yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll put our morons up against arkansas oh yeah, well yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... It's a beautiful uh, state, though. I mean, mountains, trees, springs, waterfalls. Uh, Daniel has Disney and ocean. Springs? You mean like lovely, exciting Eureka Springs? This week's sponsor? Yes, that's right. Eureka Springs, the gay men's campground in northwest Arkansas. Uh, Go for a weekend. Go for a night. Go for, uh, you know, a week, two weeks. Doesn't matter. They have 30 amps. They have 50 amps. They have tent sites. Uh, They've got uh, cabins for rent. Go check them out on the web. Eureka Springs. Do you you notice how the shadow... Not interested anymore, Daniel. Do you notice how the shadow of of Adam ceiling fan looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> can you see that? I've never noticed it until you just said that. It does. See it that? Yeah, like I can see it. It does. T-Rex it, looks, up there, yeah. it looks like a dinosaur with a really long tail. Yeah. Uh huh. That is called podcast content. And oh, you yeah. come back here for more of that. We'll talk about the shadows later. But up right now, we've got the weather on the fives. Daniel, how is it today out there on the 405? Uh, well, you know, Scott, um, I did a thing today that I knew. Uh-oh. I so knew. wait, did you get a booster or not? Daniel? No, no, I have not gotten a booster. Oh yet. no. Okay. It has I mean, not been offered to me in this. So I have my initial vaccine was through FEMA. They, they basically called me and said, Hey, it's time for you to come in. And I went in and, and so FEMA called you. Yeah. And uh, the entire organization, all of them, all at once. It it was a it was a conference call, and it was hell. (laughs) Yeah, and I figured, well, when it's time for me to get my booster, I'll it'll be the same thing. This is the uh, U.S. government. I trust them. They'll they'll let me know. Um, I I haven't gotten the booster yet. I I remember that the the initial rollout was going to be nine months after your vaccine, which for me would have been like late December. So I'm I'm not panicking yet or anything. I will get the booster. If once it becomes available. Okay. But here's the thing that I did today. Did you have something to add to the booster thing, Scott? I'm sorry. No, I think that I think we pretty much covered that. Yeah, it did. kicked both of our asses. We did. And we'll see. Yep. Maybe it'll kick my ass too. The, uh, I had the Pfizer for my two doses and I didn't have any problems after the first dose. And after the second dose, I did have a sore arm and I was like really run down for a couple of days, but I didn't, I was, I could still function. Wasn't a thing. Um, anyway, I did this thing today and I thought, Oh, I'm going to be talking to Adam 
and Scott tonight. And this is literally their favorite thing in the world. Like I'm going to do. You're going to talk about Drew? My co-host would be so jealous. Uh, I went to the dentist. Oh, so, I just, you know, Scott complains about it and mm-hmm. I just don't go. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I, I'm that way with doctors, Adam. My teeth will fall out you so, know, one day. But here's but. here's the thing. Think about how compassionate they're being here, because I I have a problem with tartar. I've never. I'm, I'm almost positive. I've never had a cavity. I may have had one at one point that's up in debate, but I've I've not ever had a problem with cavities in my teeth what i had was a problem with my tartar i would generate too much how tartar could you, how could you have a cavity and then not deal with it did the tooth fall out oh no no i'm just i i don't know whether it was a cavity or not there was a point that i had a toothache that they like did some numb things and poking around in them, but i don't know i don't remember if it was a filling or whatnot i was scared shitless so oh, dentists love to tell you you've got a cavity. I was and they're like, very judgmental. Yeah, I was like twelve or thirteen, Scott. This was this oh, is a very oh, long time ago. Oh, all right. I, um, well, I feel like doctors and dentists. Do you ever feel judged? I do. Your doctor I or your dentist. Um, um, I have a dentist whose accent is so thick I can barely understand when he's talking to me about regular things, let alone deciding if he's judging me or not. I love him to death, but he's very difficult to understand. I grew up around doctors, and most of them are relatives of mine, so I never had that. I never viewed them as being like superly high competent people because I knew doctors, and I know that doctors are just they're idiots as well. It's like there's <laughs> so to me, I never, I never. I didn't care whether it would make no more difference to me if a doctor was judging me than like the clerk at Walgreens or something. It's like, okay, great. You can judge me, judge away. I'm buying buying this uh, fleet enema for personal reasons. Go ahead. Judge me. My experience with doctors when I used to go to the doctor when I was younger. Yeah. um, And maybe it's just because I'm in the South and everyone's a homophobe in the South. Mm -hmm. But the minute they find out that you're gay, everything is, is probably an STD. Oh, oh, did nuts. you did you get an STD test? Because, you know, the, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to their mind because you're gay and you're having unnatural relations. So <laughs> it must be an STD. You know, that's that's my experience. But that's that's an old, old. Uh, no, that's not a modern thing whatsoever. I mean, LGBT people have been out and going to doctors for, you know, many decades. He's talking now. about Arkansas. No, no, no. I get, yeah. I, I get that he grew up. I get that he grew up that way. I'm not challenging that. I'm saying get over it. Get over it. It's I went to college in Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Mississippi. Anyway, the, I went to the dentist today. This is how polite they were. They, I could not go to get my teeth cleaned during COVID. And I was late getting my teeth cleaned before COVID because there was this dental hygienist that I fucking hated. Her name is Joey at Friendly Dental in uh, Tampa. So don't go to that bitch. She's just a bitch. Wow. Anyway, uh, so I was. Joey be- is Joey's my cousin. <laughs> I was between dentists and uh, then COVID hit and then I could. Anyway, so I finally decided, OK, I'm starting to bleed some on my gum. So I need to go see a dentist. So I went in and they're like, Oh hell yeah. Yeah. You, you need the deep cleaning, right? We're going to have to numb you up and then do quadrant one, quadrant two, and then come back in a week and you do the quad. Cause it's, it's going to be too painful to do it all at once. <laughs> we have oh, to yeah. like do half your mouth and let that heal for a week before we can do you the know, other I've got half. a solution for you, Daniel. Yeah. I, there's a tool that I bought. <laughs> 
And uh, you can you can uh, do your own self cleaning. Uh, but what I had to go into for today was the uh, anesthetic that they put before they do the deep cleaning is a uh, it goes between your teeth and your gum, so it's sprayed in. You, you don't they don't use needles. It's like sprayed in. Um, so, uh, it's much easier to apply whatnot, but, but because I had so much tartar today, what they had to do was basically cut out all the tartar around the outside of my gums. Uh, I'm dying here now. I'm so, dying here now. I'm, th- it this was is very, the death part. It was very this painful. The, and I was, dying, every time I was screaming, I was just like, oh, me, Scott would love this. This is just, my face dying. I'm dying. There you go. I had to, Thank yeah. you for that. Well, wow. how much tartar does one have to have? A lot that they have to cut it out. I'm, I'm oh, imagining no, not cut, those. Not cut. Just you, you know those, those water, the water jet things. You know that, they, that you, sounds like a drill, but it's not a drill. It's the water spraying stuff, and it's like, and when it hits your gums, it's just like ah. Have you have you seen the video of the pony, the rescue pony? No, and no. it hadn't been, uh, it hadn't had its hair cut or its hooves trimmed in in years, and it had this. Curly Q hooves. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, I think you did. Never oh, seen this. Uh, I'm imagining this tartar like curly uh, queuing yes. out of your yeah. mouth. You look like a walrus. Like. It was that bad. It was. So I'm just saying, if you just go to the dentist regularly, you, you they don't have to do these kind of things. So it's true. We several several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We bought an 85-inch Samsung television. Set. Wow, that sounds yeah. fancy. Yeah. And apparently the black levels are not great. Oh, so it was so, an L. It was an L uh, LCD. I've touched upon this briefly before, <laughs> and I'm going to touch upon it again. So it has this. It had this foggy. Anytime it, the screen went to black, in especially in watching DVDs or Blu-rays. Anytime the screen went to black, there was this misty, foggy light area. So I read that, you know, that can be adjusted misty away. It can be calibrated away. Colored memories. Fuck your mama's butt. Um, so we called because we had bought the Best Buy slash Geek Squad mm-hmm. uh, extended warranty thing. Oh. Yes, because they they will Geek Squad will do a lot of shit, including you know computer shit. So I don't have to constantly call my friends and say, right. Daniel, Adam, help me. My machine won't do this. Right. So he came out and he said, Oh, well, you know what? That is the absolutely. It's the and I can't remember the term. It starts with a P. But he said that's and that's that, and we'll just replace it. And as Adam and I talked about, we just bought this. Why are you replacing? The panel, that's it, the panel, mm-hmm. rather than giving me a whole new fucking TV. Mm-hmm. So they went back. He went, I didn't ask him that question. I asked Drew because right. I'm afraid of confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to be the good guy because I'm a people pleaser. Right. And um, it's one of the many things you do. You know that when I was a kid, my nickname was Nubby. I did not. Oh, I'm not, wow. ki- I'm not no, kidding you. No, I didn't. Wow. It's I true. That. I was that's mad because my penis, my penis is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they then made a decision to give us a whole new TV. Fuck all this panel. So they came out. They took the old one down. They put the new one up. We, I closed the blinds, but I didn't make the room as dark as I should have. Not on purpose, just kind of accidentally. And as they were showing me, it, we put in the fog, ironically, 
John Carpenter's The Fog because that showed up really well. That foggy thing showed up really well, and it wasn't the fog in the movie. Put it on, and it looked okay. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Go. They, they're gone. Later, the next night, we're, we close the curtains because we have curtains in our movie room, just like a real movie, and we shut the, it's very dark, and we turn on the movie, and the fucking brand new TV is doing the same thing. So I'm trying to adjust it away, and it, can't, it won't go away. So, not knowing what to do, Drew calls the Geek Squad, who sends him on a... I, this, I know this is exciting, but I don't think we have anything else to no, talk about. No, it's fine. No, I'm, Drew, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm enraptured. You're, you're, in, you're enraptured, yes. I, well, Adam fell off the chair, and I think he's rolling around. No, on the I'm just wondering. I'm thinking... I, Adam has I a literal like, rapture on his ceiling. I yes. like boring conversation. I'm perfectly fine with it. Daniel, oh, okay. however, gets bored and won't tell about? me to move on. I have said nothing. Um but, yeah, I just want to throw you under the bus. But I'm just sitting here wondering if it's just a normal thing. Because I know you guys had a like an old TV from the 70s or something. And I think yeah, that... Yeah, but let's, no, let's, find, let's find the we, resolution find of out. this exciting yeah. story, Adam. And then we can ask our questions that okay. we're both no, dying we have, to we, ask. we have a uh, 50-inch Samsung in our den. So I know what it's supposed to look like. Right. Okay. So Drew calls today... They get back to him. They say, well, you know, we'll send somebody out. They'll look at the same price. And Drew said, is there a way we can upgrade to to the next level up of the more modern Samsung? Bottom line of this really exciting story is they're going to come again with a brand new TV. Oh, hello. A brand new TV that that I think it was 300 bucks or something like that that we for, we paid for the upgrade. And we're going to try this fucker again. Oh. And I'm telling you something. I hope to Christ it works because, and I say that with respect, um, because I, if, <laughs> uh, here's the blood, uh, drink it, and here's my body, would you give me a chew? Um, I hope it works because I, I don't know, I, I've looked it up online, I've looked up how to get rid of the fog and the back, and you explained to me, Daniel, that I didn't understand how LCD works is that they're not, you have to illuminate the the uh, or LED rather. Yes. You have to illuminate the. So, so there, there's things. two. Yeah, there's LCD is just the display, and those are backlit, and those sometimes are backlit with phosphorus. You know, just a big phosphorus. What what fluorescent? Thank you. A big fluorescent, compact fluorescent bulbs that spans the back of your monitor. That's mm-hmm. one way of backlighting it. The more modern one or the more expensive ones use LEDs to backlight it so that there's very specific LEDs that are backlighting it. And those are the ones that give you a blacker black because the individual LEDs line up with the LCDs. But well, the, we're going to find out. Okay. We're going to find we're going to find out. But the absolute pinnacle pinnacle is OLED. Which, the pinnacle, which are you, the the things that you're looking at, are the things that emit the light. So when there's when it's black, it's black because they're off, and so it's uh, that's the. So you you can't have those TVs in the south. Correct. OLED okay. is the uh, one. So that's. But the, they're very expensive. Like yeah, an 85 inch. I don't would, even know if they lot. make an 85 inch, but if they did, it would be. Thirty-five thousand. I'm just throwing a number out there. We're probably like thirty-five thousand dollars. Let's Google it, Adam. It would, it, would like be co- it would be cost prohibitive. It would be cost. We say if you have to ask, as yes, they say, you can't afford um, it. Okay, there is there's an LG. Yeah, there's an LG eighty-three inch OLED 4K, which is five thousand. It's on oh, sale. It's on well, sale. They've gone down quite a lot. It was fifty-four ninety-nine. They used to be. TVs 
go down in price so quickly. Yes. Um, uh, but all I was saying is we've had this conversation in the past is there is some level of light bleed in LED backlit LCD televisions Yes, that you're going to have. Some are edge lit, which means you only have it on the edge. Some of them are backlit, but all of them are, are you know, all of them have the potential to have some bleed and but this is that's just something I've lived with. This but is I don't know about this one. swirly fog. Yes. Swirly fog. I wonder if he's talking about the compression of it, Adam, because that was the one thing that when I went from, let's say I went from the 60 inch just to the 75 inch is it takes at first when you're watching it, you're like, wait, this is, this looks, the resolution doesn't look as high as it did on my other TV because obviously they're both, no, they're both 4K. No. no, no, let me finish. No. But there's artifacts, you know, those artifacts inside the black when the black is being compressed. I'm wondering yeah. if, cause that's what he sounds like he's describing. No, no artifacts. It's when it fades to black. No, no, there is I'm a... talking in, but they're digital artifacts. Let me find a picture of one. And, and would it be it. though, uh, uh, this is very exciting for the level 13 listeners, but would it be like uh, if there's a white logo in the middle of the screen and the rest is black that you would get ghosting around that logo? So I, would it, I would expect that to happen, but yeah, I was okay, not, so it's not that. No, no, it's, it's, it's bizarre. Okay. Well, I haven't noticed. I mean, I think we had exactly the same model, um, I think, or close to the same model, and I have not noticed anything. But I'm like, it doesn't, I don't really care. Well, I just, how, once again, how dark is your room when you darken it? Yeah. It's dark I, because I don't, this room is completely shut off from the outside except for this one window. Wait, didn't you sleep and on I the couch the... with all the blinds open the other day because you don't like closing all the blinds? No, it was downstairs. Oh. I can't sleep up here. I've only got a chair. I don't have a couch. Oh, so you you agree with Mittens that it's an uncomfortable chair? No, it's not uncomfortable, <laughs> but I can't I can't sleep. So do, you have rec- do you have recliners up there? Is that what? No. Oh. What do you... foot, there are foot ottomans. Oh, you fell asleep on the ottomans drunk one time. Oh yeah, I did. You could put the two ottomans together. They're they're together. They're like a coffee table, and I. So what do you what do you have what what is Mark's objection to the seating? It's not comfortable. He just doesn't find the chairs. I I bought a couple of really cute. I think IKEA chairs. They're kind of an orangey leather color. Um, I really like them, but they're kind of squarey, squarish edges. They're very like. I have a question, Daniel. True or false, Adam? Mittens likes to sit right next to you when you're watching TV. Oh no, we we sit at opposite ends of the couch. Oh, okay, okay, then I'm wrong. I thought sometimes, maybe it was sometimes he lays on me, but it's maybe once a week, and he always falls asleep, so he doesn't do that very often because I'm I'm apparently very comfortable. Well, now you've taken two chairs, and now you've he can't lay on your lap. He's mentioned that, but he rarely ever does that. So I don't think that's a valid argument. But anyway, they're they're lovely IKEA. I don't think it's real leather, but like a faux leather, orangey, kind not orange, but you know, you know, you know the color. You can see them actually yeah, behind me. I see so, that. Yeah. Um, and he just finds it to be uncomfortable. There's an ottoman you can put your feet up. I don't think they're uncomfortable at all. But yeah, but Mark weighs a lot less than you maybe he can't 
maybe your How girth dare you? pushes the we cushions. To, and it's you know, like Mark and I used to weigh the more. same when we met each other. And yeah, that that used to be your tagline, right? The the gay couple that weighs the same. Or very similar yeah, within a few pounds. Thing. You know, this has been exciting. Um, I yeah. can't remember when I've had a more exciting evening. Is it, oh, who's coming in? Who's coming in? That's Howie. <gasps> hi, Howie. There's the Howie. Oh, hi, Howie. You know what? Um, I have been trying to take, you know, Princess camping. Well, I haven't been trying. I've been taking her camping. She's she's getting better at it. She's getting better at it. But dogs are just a natural. Like dogs are just like a uh, car. Oh, yes. I will go in a car. Yes, please. Yep. Well, that's that's their dog's modus operandi is yes, yes, yes. yes. Cats are... Come on, what? Really? What's in it? Dogs For whatever yeah, reasons, yeah. when I take Sydney in the car, she gets excited anytime we turn. Yeah. Because she thinks we're wherever we're going. I don't know why, <laughs> but when we turn, she thinks we're there and she gets excited and like jumps up and because we've been going straight for a while and then we turn and she's like, oh, we're there, you know, and then she, anyway. Uh, just as a point of fact, you will never go straight. You go gaily forward, gaily darling. Forward, gaily yes. forward. Gaily forward. So were you trying to wrap this fucker up? Daniel? I, was, I didn't know if anyone had anything else. I've got, you know what? I have this, since we both listened to the Geeky Gay, Scott. Yes. Let me ask you this question. Uh, I wrote this. That's that show where he talks about his life five days a week. Yeah, and we and listen. I, and I listen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And today's probably no different. The Baby, I'm not fucking around. I'm sucking dick on the town. I got whatever that fucking song. All right, so I... I wrote this on the Trello for Mix Minus, but I'm going to take that off because I think oh. it is more interesting to talk about here with someone, another fan of the Geeky Gay uh, yes. show. So uh, now I forget what I was going to fucking ask. Oh, no. What were we talking it's about? It's going to be so good. What were we talking about? We were talking about? about televisions and traveling and dogs and cats and and uh, getting used to it and Mark and in his Mark chair. finding and, chairs uncomfortable and, and, and wait. And, uh, and leaning against him and falling asleep on know. Adam and they used to Let me to go look the at the Trello. Hold on. Let me go look COVID at the Trello shot. and then I'll yeah. know. Yeah, it's like I haven't, where was I going with this? LCD, LED screens. parked your bicycle. I have Adam Burns disease. Howard came in. That's yeah. what it was. Howard came in. Uh, oh, there it is. There disrupted it is. the All entire right. show. So uh, this is this is what I, I I wanted to ask Scott about because you're also a fan of the Geeky Gay, and I don't know if yes. you've heard recently Adam talking about how the church that he goes to is horrible. Yes, but he wants to be there because it's the only place that has. An orchestra. It's the only church that has an orchestra where you can play his trumpet, and he gets a lot of joy out of playing his trumpet, and so he wants to play his trumpet. So he he puts up with this homophobic, horrible church in order to get the payoff of playing in the orchestra, right? And that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm wondering, Scott, if you had the same thought in your head that I did when he said that, because you could hear, I'm not a Christian, you're not a Christian, but you, but you could hear in his voice that he really really gets a lot out of playing shows. You feel bad for him. Like, I don't want to say like, fuck you. Just don't, you know, give it up. Go it up. Yeah. I, he really enjoys it. He gets a lot of joy out of it. So I don't want to tell him that, but I feel like there's a part of me that's going like, Adam, there's another solution. Is that, is that, do you have that same voice, Scott? Well, and, and I don't want to exclude Adam in this conversation. And, but I think that there are, I don't, I don't know of his, his locale. I don't know what's around. I know that there's got to be other places where one could get involved in music and playing the trumpet without being in that right. and oppressive. The, and, the, and the voice in horrible. my head says, 
Adam, you started a gay podcasting network when there wasn't one. You have it within you to go and start an orchestra at a gay-friendly church. You have it in your, uh, you only need five people or so of representative across instruments there, but it's like, you've you've done these things before. You It's not outside of your abilities to go and make an, an orchestra in a church that would treat you uh, better. Yeah, I don't know where you've, is it gay gay churches where I am from, unless you're in Dallas, are like five people in a, a meeting in a shoebox. There, I mean, the orchestra would be the church. There's no, uh, there are no gay churches. In, first of all, I don't think there are any gay churches in Arkansas. But if there are, it's like three people meeting in the back of a pickup. What so if, what there, about there, aren't there nothing. aren't there uh, denominations that are well, isn't Lutheran welcoming of gay people? And- yes. Yeah, but we're like the only church with an orchestra of note. But what I'm trying to so say is... No, there's no Lutheran churches around that Yeah, could, it doesn't have to be a gay church, Adam. I'm saying you start- could go to another church that's more... Uh, affirming. Well, I can't just go and start an orchestra at a church. They all have music ministers and all that. I you mean, go and like, you talk to the music uh, minister uh, and say, hey, you know what? I played you trumpet. Hear in- Daniel, Daniel, yep. Daniel. The resistance is yeah. that he doesn't want to. Okay. That's the resistance. Yeah, I don't want to start an orchestra. One already he, exists. What both of us can't understand, Adam, and it's by no means is this ganging up, but what both of us, I think, do not understand is how you can continue to be involved in that really, really oppressive, poison, toxic place. And that's what the Baptist church is to gay people. It is poisonous and it's toxic and it's ugly. So I don't understand how you, I I can understand loving making music. I really get it. It's part of performing. It's part of being creative, which I would be dead if I couldn't be creative. But I don't understand what I don't personally, because I can't speak for Daniel. What I personally do not understand is how you can weigh those things and say that it's okay to still be there. I I don't get it in my head, but it's not my life. It isn't the way it isn't my life. It's your life. And you have no obligation to explain your life or anything that you feel. There's no obligation for explanation. But what there is an obligation to is you have to understand, and you perhaps do deeply already, that there are going to be people like me who just shake my head and say, I don't get it. And it was this, yeah, it's, it, it's the same way as, as when, and I don't know if you still do, but when you would eat Chick-fil-A, when you knew what Chick-fil-A was, I couldn't compute that. What I'm trying, what I try in my life to do as an ancient old fart, is to take the judgment out of the situation, but also freely express that I don't get it. I just don't get it. It doesn't mean that I don't care for you. I love no, you. I- um, but I don't, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my head. I understand being spiritual and needing, a, a needing you know, feeling that there is a Jesus and, a, and he did all the things that the book says he did. I, be, I understand believing that. But I don't understand uh putting yourself in a position where you 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 are being judged and, and i am if you, an enigma okay wrapped in a whatever yeah, yeah no i understand uh, 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 uh but I, I the only thing i would say and i know you got you're not asking me to explain but the only thing i would say is i do spiritually get a lot out of the music at church 
and I only go for the music and I don't stay for the rest of the service. Right. Except when you're so forced I sl- to. I slip in, well, unless I'm forced to, which only happens when we have like this really packed room and they don't let us leave the stage. But I mean, I could, I'm an adult, but you know, no one else is leaving the stage. So, but, uh, but no, I go, I, I go and I'm there like five minutes before the service. I slip in, sit in the orchestra pit, play, leave, go to my car, go get McDonald's or whatever, come back play the second service, leave. I don't listen to the sermon because it, they tend to be the hateful bits. But uh, well, the so, way I think about it, once again, is is that that is a form of supporting that church. You being a part of that orchestra and be, being part of the music and being, there are little little boys in that congregation who are gay who are being tormented by by that situation. And by you playing the music, by you supporting the orchestra, by you being there, you're supporting that situation. Um, I don't think that can be denied, but and I know that you're not doing that for any reason other than the joy you get spiritually from the music. I, I understand your point, but what I can't understand is that 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 you can take the ramifications. You know, let me put it. Maybe I can understand. I know that booze is not good for me. Okay, I know it, but I consume mass quantities of it, so I know what it's like to say, you know. Um, I'm just going to do I'm just going to do this because I want I want to do this. I want to do this for the reasons I want to do it, even though it's bad for me. I get this. okay? Yeah. And the the other I get everything that you're saying. I guess the other thing about a church orchestra. And I mean, I'm a good trumpet player, but. um, There are probably other music groups that I could join, but those generally involve auditioning and chair placements and stuff like that where you you know things that you don't want to do things that i don't want to do whereas church orchestra you go you play now i'm a good trumpet player but i have a i have a you know full-time job and i have other things and i you know preparing for chair auditions and being stressed about you know whether i'm going to make it in and all that because there's a symphony in fort smith but again that's like a symphony so you know, there. it's just, it's the most convenient. Plus, I do get something spiritually out of it. And it's pretty much the only church in my area, or maybe the only church in my area that has anything that has trumpets in it. So. Has your mother finished the book you gave her? I don't know. But my aunt, um, my mom told my aunt about it and my aunt is reading it and said it was fantastic and she's going to give it to her husband to read next. And then her daughter next. Wow. Now it's, it's only a minor win because this is the aunt that's more liberal and agrees with me more so than my, that my mom said was wearing a Democrat mask a year ago or whatever. Right. So this is my aunt that probably already agrees with most of what I think anyway, yeah. but they really like the book and my mom's reading it, but I, I told her if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it, but I just want to know you've read it. So, but I haven't pressured her. She did start it. I know that. So, one just inquiring minds. What Daniel? She was like, "Once upon a time." All right, I'm I'm done for tonight. I'm rereading. Anyway, I'll pick pick this back up in in another day. Huh? Yes, honey. No, I started it. I started the book. She said, "I love the introduction." I have a bad knee too, just like your mama. Oh, do you? Yeah. She's getting it replaced on December 7th. Wait, did you say back knee? Bad knee. Oh, bad knee. Okay. 
she's getting it replaced on Pearl Harbor Day. Who would know? <laughs> December seventh is Pearl that Harbor live Day. In infamy. <laughs> well, not for oh, not I'm for sorry, everybody. Apparently, I've been to the museum, but I, I wasn't. Oh. I didn't. The naval know and the air day. forces from the island of Japan. Uh, I didn't know the day. Sorry, <laughs> December seventh, nineteen forty-one. A day alive. that will live in, in infamy. infamy for most people. <laughs> not, not everybody. Most Actually, people. you weren't alive either. Neither of you were alive. Of it's, course not. It's, but it it's that was it's, okay. what's it's his name's speech? That was Franklin history. Delano Roosevelt's speech. Yes. Oh, history schmistery. Who needs it? All right, we're we about ready to wrap this yeah, up. I gotta go let's, cook. Let's wrap the fucker. Fine. Uh, I've been Daniel Brewer. I've been Adam Burns. And I've been sore. Uh. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.